0: another episode of eliza's nfl podcast i know it's been a while since my last episode but i've got another one coming today and i'm gonna do best draft pick by every team of the 2010s part one and i'm trying to do this for value picks but there's so many guys who are just too good even if they're taken in a top 10 pick they're just too good to not make it that Team's best pick of the 2010s. Like this guy coming up with the Kansas City Chiefs, we got Patrick holmes He was picked in number nine of Texas Tech. And I don't know why he wasn't number one. He was phenomenal at Texas, but he fell to the Chiefs, and ever since they took him, he's been the face of the league. Next, we have the Chargers, and this is another guy. He's ranked, he's taken pretty high in the draft. But I gotta go with him. He's been a stud, Joey Bosa. Both of the Bosa brothers have been amazing. Especially Joey. I think Nick might be a little better, but Joey currently has more experience and he's been a stud on that Chargers defense. Now we have the Rams, and it's another first rounder, Aaron Donald. If you watch if you watch something like that. He was my best NFL player. And if you draft the best NFL player, he has to be your best draft pick of the 2010s. Now, the Jaguars, and on that 2017 elite defense, they had a lot of really big stud players. But the guy going to have to go with just putting value into aspect is AJ Boye. He wasn't taken like super high, but. And he wasn't, like, amazing, but he was a really good lockdown number two corner. And he can still be a number one in a lot of different offenses. Next up, we have the Eagles. And this is a team that I don't think drafts very well. I mean, Carson Wentz is a good quarterback when he's on the field, and I guess that was a good draft pick. He taken a number two overall, so he can't... Be my pick. And this is just like a hard team to do, but I'm going to have to go with Miles Sanders, a running back. He was taken, I think, in the third round, and he's been a really solid back. And if you're putting him down, it's definitely something that he probably could have gone first round. Now you have the Las Vegas. Raiders, and I think this one's pretty easy, even though he's not on the team anymore. He was dominant when he was on the team, and that's Khalil Mack. I know he's taken at a high pick overall, but when he was with the Oakland Raiders, he was maybe their best player, and I didn't like the move trading him, but I guess it kind of pays off. And whatever team he's on, he dominates. Now we have the Detroit Lions, and this one's pretty easy, Darius Slay. He's also not on the team anymore, but he's been their best player, I think, for a good amount of time. You could also argue Kenny Galladay. I think Slay is better than Galladay, so I'm going with them. Now the Texans, it's easily DeAndre Hopkins. He was the best player in his draft, and the Texans got him. I know, another guy who's not on the Texans team. But he was drafted by the Texans, and he was really, really good for the Texans. Next we have the Arizona Cardinals, and I can't go Kyler Murray because he was taken number one overall. I'm going to go David Johnson because when he was healthy in his prime, he was really, really good. And he was carrying those good Cardinals teams offensively because Carson Palmer, when he was with the Cardinals, he wasn't anything special. Next, Carolina Panthers taking number nine overall, Christian McCaffrey. He had a one thousand one thousand season. I think that was only the third in NFL history. And someone who can do that has got to get the nod for their franchise. New England Patriots can't pick Tom Brady, but because he was obviously drafted in before the 2010s but I'm going Rob Gronkowski I think he was the best player out of the 2010 draft and he was taken he wasn't even a first round pick I don't think he was a second either I think he was a third round pick maybe even later and he had the talent to go number one overall, absolute steal. Now we have the Seattle Seahawks, and it's pretty easy. Russell Wilson, third-round pick out of Wisconsin. Everyone thought he was too short. Not the Seahawks. They took him, and he has been their franchise-leading quarterback. Now he has the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is a tough one because we're not very good at the team. But I'm going to go A.J. Green. Because when he was in his prime, he was just a really, really good wide receiver. Probably the best player on the offense. Maybe better than Andy Dalton. I don't know. But he was amazing. And I think even the older E.J. Green with Joe Burrow, they're going to be able to make some Next, Washington Redskins. And I know he hasn't played a snap in the NFL. But I think this guy's going to be dominant. Chase young. My pick, I know he was taking number two overall, but I just feel that this guy is going to be so good, and he's got to be my pick. Next, New York Jets, Nah, <laughs> they're a very bad team at drafting, but it's got to be Jamal Adams. They're best player, and I think the best safety in the game. Next, New York Giants, I don't want to pick Saquon or Daniel Jones, because they were taken very high up in the draft, but, um, I mean, there's a lot of pretty good players on this roster, but I'm going to give the nod to Derry Slayton, what a good rookie year, and where he was taken, I think it was third or fourth round, that's some really good value, next, Atlanta Falcons, this one's easy, Julio Jones. I think he's the best NFL wide receiver. He could be a top 10 wide receiver of all time, and I know he was taken in in the first round at an early pick, but still, that kind of dominance, y- you have to pick that. The United Falcons. I'll be doing part two of this podcast soon, probably tomorrow, so stay tuned.